Welcome to Eagle Nation. Don't forget to join us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter so you never miss an episode. Welcome to Bounce Sound. We take on Hawthorne this Friday night at UTAS Stadium, 11, 10am on Sunday. It's called the Harley Reid Cup by some supporters. And if the Hawks lose this one, well, I reckon they're tanking. But we will talk about that more in the show. Welcome, Dan and Wayne. How are you going, boys? Very good, thanks. Uh, it's good to be here, mate. Uh, thanks to Tommy at Plus Fitness, CBRCO, Hillary's in June Love. Get down there. Tell him from Eagle Nation. He's our sponsor. Get on to the socials, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter or go to Linktree where you can get everything Eagle Nation. Um, all right, boys, we'll get into it. Head-to-head, these guys have got a great rivalry. Eagles 20, Hawks 25. The last five games has been Eagles two wins, Hawks three wins. And the last time we met, I think Hawthorne was successful. It was 15 goals 12 to 12 goals five at the MCG last year in round 18. The biggest win ever for the Eagles is 82 at Princess Park in 1991 and Hawks 91 points at the same park. Princess Park in 18, 1989. Uh, people will probably listen to the show that went born before then. Princess Park <laughs> is Optus Oval, not to be confused with Optus Stadium, which we talked about last week, and that's Carlton's um, stomping ground. So Hawthorne, they played against Melbourne last week. Um, yeah, I, don't, I didn't watch the game, but 15-13 Melbourne to 7 goals 7. I think Hawthorne didn't score a goal until just before half time. Are they actually tanking? Because, as you said off air, Dan, uh, I think they're one of the best clearance teams for numbers. Um, what do you think, guys? If you want to go through the head head to head stats, the matter. It doesn't. I don't. That is, they they are they're a very good clearance team. But um, I watched the first half of that game last week uh, on the weekend, and they certainly made sure they didn't score. I can tell you, that. but I must say Melbourne played very well. I oh, love to give maybe credit to you. You got to give credit to Melbourne, but if you look at the list ages, um, they're probably a younger team than us, probably because they got rid of um, some of the older players, which yeah. Dan will talk about later on. Um, average games, yeah, they're yeah they they got to be younger and less games because of the people they got rid of um, for the heights and weights and everything else. You know, pretty even. They're pretty good at clearances compared to us, but they're only just in front of us. Uh, contested possessions, they usually use that more than we do. Uh, marks are something we sort of pride ourselves on. They're probably heading that as well. So um, when you're looking at it side by side, they're in head, head of everything except two things. So, But they're, un- they're below us on the yes. on the ladder. Um, Eagles have got an excuse because they're injuries, but what's that Hawthorne's excuse? I just... Um Tanking. They've got to be. I'll, I'll go into it more in detail in a bit. But, yeah, I just – there is no way if a team in the AFL can have 20 injuries, which we do. We'll have players come back so that list will go down. But with Jones and Darling with a broken arm, it's now 20 players. Yep. 20 players off your list. It doesn't matter if they're your best or your worst. It's your depth. You know what I mean? You've lost that much, and yet there's still a team that's worse than you. And let's be honest, I'm not saying this as an insult to the Eagles. It's just where we're at. Right now we're an average team. And then we're an average team that's been decimated by injuries, which has made us punish shit. <laughs> like, and yet we're not bottom of the ladder. That reeks tanking to me. Um, 
Well, if it was a – let me put it this way. If it was an interstate club in Hawthorne's position, there'd be outcries. Yeah. There'd be people saying, what's going on here? They're tanking. You know, they'd be actually saying the word tanking. Mm. I heard on a couple of podcasts today, some Victorian uh, podcasts in SEN, they actually did say the word tanking for the first time I've heard. Mm. So, you know, they're probably looking at this game and thinking, Hawthorne, Hawthorne are odds on favourite to win this game. It, they're playing like $1.30 to win. And Eagles are about $4 on them. So, and it's in Tasmania. Which so, we and it's in Tasmania. Yeah. So I'm telling you right now, for them to be favourites, well, they should be, mm. but if they can't win, it is, it's a joke. Well, I'm not saying it. It's just it's the reality. We are not a good team right now. Like, there's no consistency. We're relying on too few. We've got that many bloody All-Australians out of that side right mm. now. We've And effectively, we've got players that really shouldn't be playing right now, but we've got no choice. You've just got to field a team on the park. And you look at Hawthorne's team too. You know, that back line's pretty handy. Sicily's a really good player. Oh, great I mean, he's, player. he's a captain. He's a good player. Sam Frost runs well. Josh Wheel, it's his first year. But he's a, he's a he's a tough little young guy. You know, Jarman Impey's having a great year at half-back. He's probably their best and fairest at the moment. You know, and you've got young um, Giath on the other bat. The, yeah. the, um, CJ. CJ. Yeah. CJ. You know, he's... I mean, he's he's a great he's great to watch. He's, he, he's quite great. To, he's great yeah, to watch. He he adds run. He's such a valuable player. Um, and the midfield's no slouch. You know, I mean, John Newcomb, who was mid, plucked out of nowhere. Yeah, mid season draft. He's really, was, yeah. come on, James Warple's back in that team. Uh, yeah, Will Day, who's a, who's a really who's come on come on as a young player. He's They've got a great really young well. list. They have, and you go down the four line, Mitch Lewis. Mitch Lewis, six foot six. He's like a, he's a, he's as good as Oscar. I don't care what anyone said. Mitch Lewis, he's been out with injury for a long time, but he's come back. I think his first game back, he kicked about four, three or four. Yep. And then I think it was a bit quieter last week because Melbourne's defence is very good, one of the best defensive teams in the comp. But, you know, you've got a guy who's six foot six. You know, he, I mean, he should be like King this week. He should dominate with the, the supply he should get. He should dominate against, he, our, against our players. Well, just looking at their injury list, They've only got four players on their injury list plus one suspension. Four players. And they're not walk-up starts either, you know what I mean? So they're fielding pretty much their best 22. Mm. If they're playing, lose, and I'm sorry, was it? I'm putting a tinfoil hat on now because we're talking about it so much. Um, and <laughs> Yeah, and it, it's, it's tanking. So you look at what they're doing in depth. They delisted Segler last year. Shields is now playing for North Melbourne. You've got Gunston at Brisbane, you've got Mitchell at Collingwood, and you've got O'Meara at Frio. So straight away last year, they realised, they assessed the draft and said, we've got this generational midfielder in there, we need to get number one. So they did this to tank. Like, there's no reason. But you can't prove that. You can't say anything about that. So let's move on to that. Now I want to talk about the Adelaide game that was in Tasmania. Mm. They were 10 points up with a couple minutes to go. Sicily, who's a great backman and who we talk about, was on, went to the bench. And then when they brought him back on, they put him forward. You've taken your des- best defender, you've benched him when you're 10 points out a couple minutes ago, and then you put him forward so he's not there defending. They've also got footage on the first crack. They took their loose defender out of defence and put him in no man's land on the wing. Just buying it out of mm. They got the footage of it. They took him out. It was about minute 30. They were still in front. They took him out put him on the wing. They were 10 points up with two minutes to go and they lost that game to Adelaide and the positional moves and what they did was purely based to lose that game. You do not take your best defender 
off the ground with two minutes or three minutes to go in a game when there's only 10 points in. And when he comes back on, you put him straight in defense so they don't score again and you can rebound out there. But that's not what they did. They did the complete opposite. And that footage was damning. I think it was actually CJ was the loose player. And he's obviously got the call to go up and stand on a wing, on the opposite wing, and do nothing. No more loose men in defense, and then they ultimately lose. Mm. Now let's go forward to Frio game. Right. They were in bad form. They've come good the last week. You know what I mean? They had a great win. But let's be honest, they were quite a dire side. They were down the bottom, you know. I think they were bottom four or fifth bottom. So that is an opportunity for them to get a win. What do they do? They rest Luke Bruce. Round eight, mind you, they're resting players. So they didn't bring Bruce over their best goal kicker. Accurate goal kicker. Great. Very underrated here because he plays in Victoria. But Luke Bruce is their lacrosse. He is great. He's that no, good. He's unbelievable. Yeah. If you look how many goals he's kicked, you'll be amazed. They bloody rested him. We talked about CJ, the defender, how good he is and how much run they give out. Guess what? He got rested as well. So they come over to attack a team where they probably got a chance to sneak a win. They're still the underdogs and they rest two very important players. And Freer was known at the time to not be good at converting in front of goals. So if you had your rebounding defender, you would get a lot of chances because they weren't taking the marks, they weren't converting. They were real bad, they were real slow. And then you've got that rebound out. That's how you beat Fremantle. And you took that player away and rested him. Round eight. Not even halfway through the season, not near the end of the season. You've rested two players. Now let's skip to this week, the Harley Reid Cup. <laughs> what happens? The coach magically has COVID now. I guarantee during the week we'll hear that some players are now with COVID. The AFL needs to step in here because this is blatant. Tank. All these things I've said, they've got footage of, and it's you know it's pure fact. These aren't like assumptions. They did delist these players. They did make these moves during the game. They did rest players in the game they could win, and now they're doing COVID. Don't say anything. Let them say these players aren't playing. Day of the game, you test every one of those players for COVID yourself. If they come back negative and could have played, and you've used a global pandemic as an excuse to tank, you test them. If they come back negative, you now don't have that number one pick no matter where you finish. Maybe take the first round away from them completely. They can have pick 19 second round because they need to act. These are blatant bloody tanking. And the weekend will show. And I love the Eagles, and I've never not really wanted to win a game before, but this one, it's like... Well, we deserve to be number one because we're that bad. A team that only has four injuries and not their best is worse than us right now. Yeah. Get out of town. I can't remember a team ever having 20 injuries on their list. And End I'm- of rant. Tim Foyle comes <laughs> off. Thank I you like, for listening. I reckon spot on the money. Um, I was going to say the, the two players that probably end up with COVID will be Kaczynski and Lewis, the two biggest players. Yeah. So it gives us an advantage. Um, uh, look, uh, like you said, um, uh, I can't disagree with any of that. Uh, their injury list, four players. Um, you got one that was out with illness, Connor McDonald, last week. Uh, Fergus Green, he was admitted. Scrimshaw was admitted last week. Josh Ward, he was he was added to it. So he, he was a young guy. I like him. Um, CJ, will he play? They said he injured a leg. Um, Ned Reeves could come back in, but it's surprising. He's another ruckman. So... That's why I'm saying it wouldn't be surprised if um, Kaczynski and Lewis are the next two out with COVID or something. Because uh, as I said, the AFL needs to act. Don't say anything, but just test them game yeah. day because it's it's ridiculous what's happening. It is. Um, you look at our lineups for something to change. Well, let's go through just for argument's sake. We'll we'll have a look at our wings clipped. Rhett Bezo, he's a chance to come back in with concussion. So if it's not through the AFL, it'll be through the waffle. Jack Williams. 
probably is that one week away. Noah Long's a week away. Burgle's a, a week away. And Hewitt's probably a week away. And Yoey is supposed to be a week away. But they will not put out their um, injury list until tomorrow. So it's usually Tuesday that they up, uh, upgrade whatever they're going to do. Shuey and the rest, McGovern, Nat Nui, Cole, Ryan, Cripps are all the way off. Um, Isaiah Window has a fractured uh, kneecap, so a uh, stress fracture. So who knows when he's back, he starts running this week. Samo petrescu Seaton's an interesting one because when he was out suspended, no one said how long he was out with a quad. I mm. uh, wasn't even brought up in the suspension, I mean, in the uh, injury list by Gavin Bell. Uh, Jai Cully, we know he's rest of the year. And Darling now, well, you're probably going to see him miss a bit of football. And as you said, um, will Jermaine Jones miss with a broken nose? If he does miss with a broken nose, that's one of the first players I've ever known to miss a game with a broken nose. Mm. So is well, there another injury they there? They don't. Yeah. With I, these I, days, they don't. With the concussion, yeah. they won't make chances. I wouldn't be surprised if Darling has surgery. Josh Rotham missed only missed three weeks with a broken arm. He yeah, had, he get, he get a, a plate put in. He had a plate put in. Good plate. He's back he, playing. He's he, playing as good as he's you know, – But he'd, he'd be missing week. this week. Yeah, I did, he'd, he'd definitely be missing this week. I think week. we need to give some uh, plaudits here to Eagle Nation. I feel like we actually broke that story on air a couple of weeks ago with uh, Patrick Eaton. We said he's like – after suspension, like the rumour was he had surgery on his calf to get the bleeding out because mm. it wasn't coming to the surface basically. The compartment. Yeah, um, and here it is. Like at the stage it was just a rumour but turns out to be true. Mm. What's your favourite saying, Wazza? Where there's smoke, there's fire. Oh, yeah. And I feel yeah. like we broke that story weeks ago. So you're welcome, uh, Eagle Nation listeners. Um, we'll look at players that have come in for the Eagles. Well, really – there's only two players you could look at to come in, mm. and that's Zane True and Campbell Chesser. Yeah. They're the only two that can come in. Uh, Zane True had 32 possessions in the waffle, um, and Campbell Chesser had 16. He had nine in the third quarter, I think, but. He was on limited quarter. minutes, though, too. Yeah, Chesser limited minutes. So they're the only two that can come back in. Um, or you've got your Rhett Bazo that, you know, concussion. Um, they could bring him back in, but that's it. So there's not going to be much difference. And because Darling's out, you'd think Bazo would be the front runner mm. just for height so we could change it around. Um, I hope I'm, this isn't your coaching corner, but um, if Bazo's fit, bring him out. He plays Roffin's position. Roffin pinch hits in the ruck and goes forward and takes Darling's position. Or yeah, or my, Not, ex- not well, like for like, obviously. My, my coach's, spot was, coach's corner, I'd go for it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I actually had um, not quite that. I had yeah, ba- I'd like to see Bazo back in into a, the back line there, but I'd bring. Uh, well, we've we've spoken about him earlier. Harriers has got to play somewhere, and I think he's six foot six, six foot seven, whatever he is. Centre half forward, Look, make a makeshift centre half forward for th- five, six years. The Eagles played Carl Langdon at centre half forward. He was a ma- he wasn't the top centre half forward. He was just a makeshift centre half forward. He openly admits he played ninety odd games there. And won two premierships as a makeshift running forward, as a centre forward. I think Harry Edwards could be that answer there just for a – we've got to try something. And he gives us height. He can run. He can take a good mark, get him running up to that wing so Oscar leads his leading patterns. And my other part for my coaches this week is, and it's going into the coaches' spot, make a bloody change when there's an eight-goal run on. Don't sit there and do nothing. I mean, I haven't coached at AFL level. I've coached a lot of football. I've coached premierships. I've played in premierships. And I've never, I've never been in a team where if we're getting beaten or I've coached a team, if we're getting beaten, it don't make a change. You make a change. And I'll give you a little 
this is a this is not football basketball. I coached my under fourteen girls on Sunday, seventeen points down at three quarter time. I go mid of a rocket, but I made changes. We lost by four points. Yeah, so you, you just got to make changes. changes. You got to make changes to make things change. I, let, let's do that. Try I, it. I hear the excuse six six six, or but that's bounce downs. Mm. Where after the ball, you, you put a player back. Yeah, you, you put a player back. It's not rocket science and. If you're getting a roll on, you got to try something. You you just don't. Oh, we'll we'll look at it at the end of the quarter and yeah. oh, but the boys tried. I'm sick of hearing that because we 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 see it all the time and it's it's one quarter of football that's killed us every game that we've lost. One quarter of football. Can I just sorry on on that six six six? This is probably a bit of a tinfoil hat one. I love it. Isn't it about time? There's no more warnings. Oh, this I has been. It. They in, said it today on the radio. This has been in for three years. Yeah. Yep. This has been in for three years now. Why yep. are we giving warnings? Everyone knows you can't have six 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 six. You've got to have your six six six. You haven't got it. Sorry. Free kick. Bang. That's yeah. the rule. Penalty. Sorry, West Coast. You've got five. You should have six guys there, yeah. and you haven't got it. Your kick, um, Hawthorne. I, I love it. I'm sick of it. And what is coaches, this junior footy? And oh, coaches will hate it kick. because. That's what you got to do. Yeah. It's not hard. I've got to add to your coach's corner. Now, Petrocelli, he's got to stay in the midfield. If he did it, stay him in the midfield. Start him in the midfield. And Andrew Gaff, for the whole game, forward pocket. I, uh, forward pocket. Doesn't leave the forward pocket. I um, I love what you said, Wayne, and about that second quarter because we talked about – we'll talk about Petch quickly. For me – I don't want that loose player in defence. We're losing it in the centre. We're losing it in the midfield. That's, to me, what had to change. Like, so put lace back. Make the changes in that midfield. Get your hands on the ball. It's don't put- have to defend. So that pitch move I loved in the second half, do that in the second quarter. We'll put so, an extra in at stoppages in. That's what I mean. Or like Shuey off half back. You know, yeah. we loved it and he was running off half back and getting the centre clearances, you know. Yeah. Like, I know he's not there now, but you're losing it in the midfield. That we got... Decimated in that second quarter in the midfield. It was embarrassing. And the worst part about it was they would kick a goal, then it goes straight back to the centre where we're getting destroyed. Yeah. So I love that. Make the change when they got an eight-goal run. And I love the change he made at third quarter time, but do that in the second quarter. Mm. Change that midfield up because that's where we were getting smashed. And you, you, you remember, we're going back old days footy when, when I played. Um, you guys are a bit younger than me, but remember the days you – you change your rovers off half forward. You change your rovers out of the forward pocket. They were rotating around. You always had different people in that bloody in that midfield. Well, apparently that's what they're doing, but you just can't see it. Don't so see the same guys in there all the time. Um, the problem is that you've only got a couple that are really performing. That's the mm. problem too. I did like Petch in there because it was something different. And he was new in there. Jimby, I love as a kid. He's going to be great, but he's not impacting much. But he's getting a lot of the ball. He's yeah. playing man on man. But it's Sheed's not firing. He's okay. But you don't want just okay at this level. Mm. Kelly's having a great year, but I feel like Kelly's just carrying that bloody midfield lately. He really is. Another player. I like Duggan in there. Another player the you could put in the midfield, Hunt. Instead of playing on the outside, play him, play him on the inside. I've said that yeah. He was one of the ones I've said about three yeah. weeks ago. Run him in through just, the, he was part of my split coach. split Running through the middle. Yeah. I don't speed. care if everyone and has a guy. as you said, you, pet, hate, you hate midfielders in the centre country that stand still. Yeah. And you they'll move, Petch. And that's what I mean. Hunt can do the same. He's quick. Just get them running through. Well, my, my problem is it's not so much who plays mid. It's when they're all on the same time. If you've got Gaff, Sheed, and Kelly in there at one time, it's a slow midfield, yeah. right? Split it up. Take a gaff out. Put a Petricelli in there. Mm. Next time, 
Put in a, a Chesser or he comes in. Uh, put in a Hunt. If you're going to have two guys that are, are pedestrian in the way they run, put a speedster in there that breaks it up. This is where I hate having a Hewitt out. He might not dominate, but he's the one in my mind I'm really hopeful on. Like there's just something about this kid. If we could get games in there and he gets the fitness in there, maybe that would just change it up that tiny bit. And I'm still one off. I need that one extra NAB Rising Star this year. I'm wrong with my prediction. I said three or more, which is amazing because we haven't had one in years. But still got 14 games to go. Yeah, that's it. We just need that one <laughs> more. We need, to get, we need to get these kids back in there. They're all bloody injured. That's 14 games. It's a long, it's a long season, yeah. isn't it? Actually, I'll take that back 13 because we've got the bye. All right, guys, winner and margin. Um, who's going to win the um, Harley Reid Cup? Eagles are going to win this, I can tell you right yeah. now. They're going to win by 12 yeah. points and they're going to go. Well, we'll, we'll have to bring in supplementary players with all their uh, COVID outs this week, the bloody tankers. Yeah. Like, I'm actually fired up. I've never had a tinfoil hat that I've actually 100% believed and fired up. You know what I mean? Usually it's like actually a, a fantasy almost, you know. It's a bit out there. But this week it was like, this is happening before our bloody eyes. If Hawks cannot win this, Hawks by... 22, and if they cannot beat us, they need to be bloody investigated. Well, I'm going to go Hawks by the merest of margins, two points. Would you be sitting on the edge, come on, get a goal? Do you want the win? Because we all love that win. Or would you be like, we need this young talent? I'd be going, on the talent, mate. Yeah, I'm a bit the same, and <laughs> I've never sorry. felt that way. And I know people would be like, that's not a good support. That's not a true supporter. But – it's short-term pain for long-term game. As I said, there's one star midfielder in the draft and probably the next five after him are more hybrids. Yeah, We look, need that pure midfielder. I did say last week or the week before, I think Eagles probably win two or three games and this could be one of them. Um, but who knows? Um, we'll see what happens. Um, it's going to be interesting. The media is going to go nuts on it and it could be an interesting um, Monday next week. Because we'll be doing a podcast and it depends what the papers will be saying. I'll so. tell you what, though. Uh, it's a long season and uh, Kelly's looking really sore. You know, he's a bit older now. He's, what, 28, 29. I think he needs a rest. It is round nine. I think Kelly needs a rest. He's yeah. looking sore. Yeah. Let's bring in DeWar this week. Let, let's do a Bruce and just, yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. debut two guys. Let's yeah. bring Why in DeWar and Baker. Hey, hey yeah. Barnett, let's have a, a Ruckman yeah. fest, mate. We'll have Jamison <laughs> Williams and Barnett all Ruckman. DeWar and Baker, they have yeah, a debut. <laughs> we'll beat him with the tools. Yeah. And they're our, our Cat B records for those people that don't know. Um, anyway, guys, who knows? We could be uh, sitting here singing a song on Sunday night. Yeah. Um, anyway, that's Bound Sound. Uh, look forward to next week and, you know, go Eagles. Yeah. Go, go, Actually, go, go, go Hawks. Go Hawks. <laughs> that hurt to say. <laughs> Our fortress built We crossed the nation Our colors share The west coast sky Our way